and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Euphoria. Josh Brown here. Today's episode is brought to you by Franchise 5. Why Franchise 5? I'm glad you asked. Growing your franchise in a slow, deliberate, and thoughtful manner is a smart way to grow. Franchise 5 helps you do this by expanding five locations at a time with a zen-like focus on the geographic locations that make sense for your growth. To learn more about this, go to FranchiseEuphoria.com forward slash Franchise 5. That's the number five. So FranchiseEuphoria.com forward slash Franchise 5. Now to today's episode. You're stuck with me today. I don't have an interview for you, but I got a couple things I want to talk to you about. And today's episode, we want to focus on three things holding your franchise back from the type of growth that you're really looking for. You know, this is something that I often hear about from my clients and others who are in the franchise world. You know, they've spent a lot of time, they spent a lot of money, they've put a lot of effort into franchising their business, and they just haven't gotten the thing kicked off in the way that they had hoped for. You know, maybe they haven't sold as many as they thought they would sell. Maybe the ones that they've sold haven't panned out exactly as they expected. Or maybe they're just having a tough time getting the thing going at all. So today's episode, I want to focus on three specific things that I see over and over again that are holding people back from the franchise growth that they're looking for. Those three things are number one, operations, number two, the model, and number three, direction. So I'm going to go over each of those three in turn and kind of explain a little bit my thinking on why those three particular things are really holding franchisors back. So with regard to number one, operations, when I talk with franchisors, many of them believe that they have a good operational structure in place. But when I sort of peel back that onion and I start asking them the questions and I look at their operations manual and I see what in reality it is that they're doing and that they're providing to their franchisees, I see a lot of flaws. I see a lot of problems uh, with their system. Some franchises just don't have the level of, of depth and detail that you need for a good operational structure. And that goes twofold. First, it goes towards what you're providing towards your franchisees. In other words, providing them with that operations manual and the system that they're going to follow is just not good enough. And number two, goes to, with regard to operations, the second part of that goes to the back-end operational structure of the franchise business. What I see a lot are entrepreneurs who are successful entrepreneurs who have now grown their business, decide to franchise, yet they still want to operate as if they're the wild, wild west entrepreneur. You know, they want to wear the hat of owner, sales guy, director of marketing, operations, and so forth. And they don't either want to make the investment on a good operational structure or they just can't see their blind spots. It's really a toss up as to which it is. And sometimes it's both. As an entrepreneur turned franchisor, if you really want to have a good opportunity to grow your system and to add good franchisees that buy in and then are satisfied with the system, you have to make sure that you're back-end operational structure is set up properly. Well, how do you do that? Well, the first thing you do is you got to figure out where your deficiencies are. So you need to break out and get out that operations manual. You need to pull it out, dust it off, look at it, 
And really what you need to do is look at it with other people within your business first. See if between you know two or three of you, you can go through the operations manual and think about it from the perspective of you being a prospect, you being somebody who has no knowledge of the system, no knowledge of what to do, perhaps doesn't even have a background in business, and now you're looking to come in and run a system. Try to wear that hat. If you're finding it difficult to wear that hat because you're just so invested in the system, then I would perhaps go to some trusted advisors or people who you really, really trust, who are not a part of your system, who can then take a look at that. Understanding that obviously, if you're sharing this highly sensitive uh, intellectual property and information by way of your operations manual, you want to make sure that you've got the appropriate legal documentation in place, have people sign non-disclosure documents, confidentiality agreements, and the like. Definitely go see your attorney on that uh, before you do that. But the point being is that from a business perspective, it could be very, very enlightening and very important to have other people look at your operations and the manual that you're providing to be able to poke holes in it, to be able to ask questions that maybe you once thought of, but you're just so invested in the system that it just didn't even cross your mind as you were putting this together. I think with regard to operations, it's really twofold. You need to make sure that you've got the operations manual properly in place and covering everything that you need to cover so that you can provide a level of detail to your franchisees. Now, how does that help with your growth of your franchise? Well, the better system that you have in terms of your operations and your manual, the easier it is to get people onboarded onto your system and the easier it's going to be for you to grow your system thereafter. Because if you're sitting there with four, five, six locations and people don't have a good roadmap to follow, then they're going to be inundating you and your team with questions, concerns, thoughts that is going to take away from your ability to focus on the growth of your franchise. Now, with regard to the people side of operations, there's no real sexy answer to this other than you need more people. I mean, most of the time, franchisors, newer franchisors are trying to operate as lean as possible. And I get that. It makes sense. But when you're in the business of franchising, you really have to think about two, three steps ahead. And so you can't have your team built out for where you are now. You have to have your team built out for where you want to go in the next year period of time and then put the investment and uh, infrastructure in place to do that. Now, sometimes people run into, franchisors run into a capital issue where, you know, to invest in that kind of structure is going to cost too much money. That's when I would recommend that you find some key banking people who can help with that. I just met recently and I spend a fair amount of time and get introduced with bankers and other folks who for the right situation, would be more than happy to loan money to your franchise to help you build out your operational structure. It not only forms a relationship with that bank, but it also helps them help you grow. And then, of course, you can turn to them for your future needs as well. So I can't overstate how important it is to really take a a clean look, a keen eye at your operations as you're trying to figure out why you're not growing the way you want to grow. Number two, your model. So often people can run one great business, one great location, but when it comes to modeling that across a larger geographic region, it can be 
challenging. Not only can it be challenging from the perspective of how does this model fit in other locations, but it can be challenging from the perspective of just getting everything down on paper to figure out what your model actually is. So often when people have problems with their franchise system, they think about, oh, maybe there's just not an interest in the market. Maybe I need to add more verticals. Maybe I need to do X, Y, and Z. When the reality is you probably just need to do better at what you've always done. One of the best ways to get more interest in your franchise is to do a better job of putting forth a clean, simple, easy to follow and profitable system. I find that so often people struggle, entrepreneurs and the franchisors struggle with growing their franchise because their model is just not as good as they think it is. And the reality is that most people, when they look into your franchise system, they're measuring a lot of different things. You know, I have the benefit of working with both franchisees and franchisors, so I see it on both sides of the equation. And a lot of the little things that franchisors may think are unimportant really mean a lot to franchisees. And one of those things is, what's your model? How are you helping these franchisees to bring business in the door? How are you helping them from a technology perspective? How are you helping them from a marketing sales perspective, helping them, you know, best practices for hiring people to come help and run the business? Yes, all of those things should be in your franchise disclosure documents and should be in your documents you're providing. But the reality is if you go an extra step and help people really understand, prospects really understand that your system is there to really support them, and you factor that in to your actual model, that's going to go a heck of a long way to help convince people that you're the right franchise that they want to be a part of. So after you've taken a look at the operations side, take a look at your model. Take a look and see how you can tweak your model or if it needs to be tweaked or if you need to get back to the basics. A great way to do that is if you feel like you're struggling in that regard, is to take a step back and think about when you were just starting to grow your business, what was the one thing over anything else that helped lead you to the success that you had that then put you in the place to be able to go and grow your business? That will help you touch off on whether or not your model needs to be tweaked. Number three, direction. Oh boy, this is a big one. I see this all the time. Once you become a franchisor, there's this tendency to want to take any person who walks in the door or comes knocking and just sign them up to be a franchisee. I see it all the time. I fight it all the time because there is no strategy in just sitting around and waiting for people to come knock on your door and saying, Hey, I want to open up in Arizona. I want to open up in California. I'd love to take your concept here. And your thinking is because you're excited about the franchise and you've invested a lot of money in turning your business into a franchise that you're willing to consider any location, any territory, any person that walks in the door. And in all reality, that is a terrible strategy. In fact, there is no strategy to that and there is no direction to that. And so when I talk about direction, it is so important for 
new and emerging franchisors to go on the offensive and affirmatively put together your strategy, your direction for growth. One of the things I talk about with my clients is generally speaking, if you are a location-based franchise with a retail space or some sort of physical presence, generally, my opinion is that the best way to start growing that franchise is to look at the metrics and to look at the attributes of the one, two, or three locations that you already have that have been successful and try to match that up with your growth. And usually it's based off a region. So I always tell people, focus on your 100-mile radius. Look at where your first couple locations are and get out a map and figure out how you can map out all your locations within a 100-mile radius. How many are there? Where are they? How are they spaced out? Who are the people who are you, you would be targeting? Are there enough people in that area to make it work? Do the metrics match what you've already experienced? I mean, this is not rocket science, but it's amazing to me how many people go away from that. And instead, their strategy becomes, let's just do as much spam marketing as possible and hope that people come knocking on the door. What a terrible way to try to grow your franchise. And I hope I'm not offending people who are listening who are saying to themselves, geez, that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, well, in fact, maybe I hope to offend you because maybe you'll you'll change your ways. I've not seen that, A, be successful, and B, it's just so expensive because you're trying to communicate and get your word out in a world that is increasingly noisy and it's hard to get any attention on anything. So the better way to do it is for you to figure out your own strategy, identify the locations, the regions, the spots where you want to be, and then figure out a plan to go into those areas and start getting the attention you need. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a location-based franchise that is in Indianapolis, and you know that you want to put a location in Carmel, which is real close by to Indianapolis, and has a booming business market. Well, once you figure out where in Carmel, ideally, you know, a rough estimate on where you'd like to be, then I would recommend start looking at the local chambers of commerce, who are the people in those areas, who are complementary folks who either would be great franchisees or who could connect you to great franchisees. So now you've got a focused strategy in specific geographic locations, you're going to have a much better opportunity to then use social media, use localized marketing, use PR efforts to then go help get the word out on your franchise. And now you're targeting it to the areas where you actually want to be. That makes a whole lot of sense, yet I see very few people doing that. So as a recap, Focus on your operations, focus on your modeling, and focus on putting together a proactive direction in which you want to take your franchise. And I believe you are going to significantly increase your opportunity for growth as opposed to just acting on a whim and just taking anything that comes in the door. So hopefully you found this episode to be helpful. Again, just me today. I know I tend to do a lot of interviews. And I love doing the interviews, but every once in a while I like to pop on here and 
talk about some tidbits that I'm hearing a lot about from people in the franchise world as I feel like that will be beneficial to you. So thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at franchiseuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode.